And welcome to Men in Confidence Sharing, where we, the men of a certain age, share our thoughts, ideas, and opinions in confidence. Now, normally, this is where I introduce everyone else, but guess what I've not been doing lately? I've not been telling anyone who I am. <laughs> so, for those of you that care, I am the host, Tony. <laughs> and I care. today, we are joined by the whole crew. We have Sean, we have Terrence, we have Rhino. So one by one, we're going to say hello to everyone. So hello, Sean. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hi, Andor. Hello, Terrence. Tony, I care. How y'all doing? Appreciate it. It's <laughs> nice to know you, you care. And hello, Rhino. I was cracking, and I'm afraid I didn't even notice. <laughs> you wanted to just yourself. It's, it's, it's not your fault, man. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's, I guess it's my fault. Like that's that's my job. I'm, I should introduce everyone, including me. Okay, you're a great point guard. You set up everybody else, man. You're doing your thing. <laughs> Zero way. points, ten that's assists. You know, never get a double Never get a double Rondo. Okay. Sorry, my bad. So we have a we have a pretty good topic right now. The demise of hip hop, <laughs> and I think. Hip hop, in one way or another, is in all of our DNA. You know, we all have a feel for it, one way or another. We all are deeply entrenched with it, whether 80s, 90s, 2000s, and beyond. You know, we love our music. So, let's talk. I think this topic starts from a discussion that we had before we decided to start recording, and I'm going to pass it to Terrence first because I think Terrence has was about to mention where did we mess up or ruin hip hop? Where did we go wrong? Okay. So to take that alley-oop that you just blessed me with here and before I slam this point home, I actually need to back up a little bit because we were talking off mic just about hip hop in general and how it feels like music has just taken this downward nosedive. And I was raising my hand and trying to say, look, we got to take ownership of that demise, that descent into where we are now. Now, I'm not saying it's entirely hip hop of the 90s fault because there was some good stuff. But at the same time, we got to kind of, carry our fair share of baggage on that too so um and i'm not gonna try and name names specifically or call out any artists you know until we get to a certain one that i particularly don't care for and you know i'm gonna leave him to be uh nameless for the time being i will refer to him as the luckiest mf on the planet but um <laughs> we gonna leave it at that <laughs> okay so i have no idea who that is <laughs> yeah, I, but um, i will be lost uh, just saying but keep going keep going the hottest you... chick in the game wearing your chain I'm just <sighs> oh that mm. yeah. so that's just the anyway I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, I'm there now. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to catch up. I'm gonna have to catch I'm up. There I'm, 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 I'm so. Wanna, I'm, I don't want to screw up his flow. I'm gonna have to catch up. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm so far behind on on hip hop, but I Some definitely dude from New York that thinks he's God. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, got it. Oh, <laughs> got it. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. got it. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm tracking now. Got it. All right. But, but um, <laughs> anyway, what I was saying was somewhere in because hip-hop of the 80s let's just go back because you know i always go back to my first cassette tape run dmc that was my introduction to hip-hop and i've been in it as far as being a fan ever since and you know during that time frame there was music there was fun there was messages there was you know inspirational hip-hop some of it was just silly some of it was just dance music but it wasn't ever anything that you listened to and felt like what in the blue hades is this i don't even i can't wrap my mind around 
what they're trying to say and the wordplay or lack thereof, the connections between the dots are either rudimentary or so far-fetched and like far placed in between bars, it doesn't connect a lot of times. It's like, wow. Anyway, to get Vic from the 80s to here, there had to be a decline at some point. And I raised my hand saying we as 90s hip hop fans kind of got to take ownership that somewhere in there is where the decline uh, started to happen. And that's right. You, and you and know, taking a segue. And, go ahead. Go, go ahead, for finish. it. Well, take I, I was just going to segue to you. Yeah. So taking taking ownership. Go, go ahead. Go ahead and continue, Ronald, so I can smack it down once you're finished. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine. I, I have I have no problem being the peanut butter in the middle of this jelly sandwich. Anyway. <laughs> um. So I I, I I personally think the decline came around the time of gangster rap. That's that's my personal opinion, um, because. Um, too many people, and and I understand that um, gang banging and crime, uh, as such, was around before gangster rap came along, and gangster rap was just a retelling of "Hey, this is how we live." But um, there's a point where art begins to imitate life, and then it comes full circle, and, and life begins to imitate art, and that's where I think the line should be drawn. Um, I, as a young, impressionable teenager, used to wear all black. I used to wear my sports jerseys. I used to like my baseball caps <clears throat> because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I was a young kid and I wanted to be cool like the other kids. And I still wanted people to respect me. What I didn't see was the other side of that. People being afraid of me. Look, look at this thug. He looks like a thug. He looks like a gangster. Does he have a gun? Does he selling drugs? And I wasn't doing any of those things. You guys all know that, <laughs> right? So, um, a yeah, point came did. in my life no, when no. I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I don't want people to see me like this. I want people to see me as approachable. Especially it's around the time when I began to look for a job. Around the time of of sixteen years old, when I'm like, I need to make some money. I need to get some cash flowing. I had to I had to change. I had to change the way I dress, the the clothes that I wear and and the way that I um um approach people, the way that I speak. You know, I still kicked it with my friends, but you know, when I'm talking to the boss man is yes ma'am, yes sir. Code switching. You know, yeah, I, I had to you know, I, I had to change it up. I had to I had to show them that I am not going to scare off your customers. And then when their customers came in, be as helpful to their customers. So my personal opinion is it started around the time, or at least I mark it around the time of gangster rap. And this other side of that is um, the music industry didn't even recognize rap music for years, for years. And, but when they finally saw that, Hey, all these people like rap music there's some money in there for us <laughs> if we market it right and, and take these people along, which is what happened. And, but the problem is this message that they were putting forth, this message of gangbanging and violence and whatnot, and, and whether those things actually happen or whether those things are just made up, it's, it's neither here or there. The point is there's a point where life begins to imitate art and that's wrong. Sean, you got any thoughts on the matter? What? I huh? know Tony was talking about talk about slam dunk. Sean, <laughs> so like me? What? Oh, Y'all oh, don't expect oh, me oh, to oh. talk. <laughs> you, hey, I, I'm you, sorry. You, you got your bling on. I thought you might have wanted to flash it around no, a little bit. No, no, Let no, some of that drip just... slide down your shoulder. <laughs> That's you just you a light jump into this. I mean, Y'all can see. I'm, I'm kind of ready, but you know, if you want to jump in, it's, it's... no, you go ahead, T. You was you was ready to pick that one up. <laughs> I, okay. I got Magic Johnson no look, <laughs> okay, and it went out of bounds. I promise you, it did. <laughs> so, so yeah, if you talk about if you talk about the demise of hip hop, and you give me anything before the year two thousand, I'm throwing the flag on the play because okay, so let, let's 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 take it back, take it back. Okay, so. 
Seventies is untouchable. Now we go, we're we're just not going to talk about the seventies. You know, with a hip a hop a hippie to the hip 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 hop. Show. We're not going to talk about that. What's up? We're not going right? to talk about the eighties. You know, I'm the king of rock. You know, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. We're going to leave that alone. Rock that is not high at DMC. Okay. What's up? So now we're coming to the nineties, and now we're starting to get a little bit of New Jack Swing, and you know, we're starting to hit Tribe Called Quest. And Woo-ha. like late nineties, like I'm not gonna say the gangster rap wasn't there, but there are there's way too much legendary artists and albums that came out late nineties. All eyes on me. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to. You don't want to. That's, that's the whole point. <laughs> 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 you don't want to mess with me. <laughs> it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Yes, I mean, you can't touch the late 90s. Outcast Cash showed up. Everything around me. Cream, get the Wu-Tang money. Wu-Tang showed I up. Yes, I mean, Snoop Dogg was becoming Snoop Dogg instead of just Dr. Dre's dude, you know. Something right. Is, is so Mystical. Uh, like no Limit. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bone Thugs. Pop in there, pop I miss in my there. Uncle Charles, y'all. Delivered I mean, right <laughs> <here>. what? <laughs> we, got, we got the Fugees. Then we got Lauren Hill's Mystification. You know, strumming my pain with his fingers. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> that that's like he to me that's about hip-hop golden age right there i i hear you on that but i also know we got make them say uh na 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 and don't get me started on uh his other cousin um Silk Shaka who never seemed to be on but you know type of like what is man. <laughs> man you didn't understand Silk because Silk Silk hang with Negroes he doesn't stay with Negroes they want to say they want to say he gang bang because they hang with a whole gang of Negroes <laughs> <laughs> and by the way oh it ain't his fault <laughs> no way. <laughs> And then Trivis, see some of the same legendary albums. I'm going back. I heard y'all kicking it and hitting in with um, with the All Eyes on Me and with Snoop. But again, some of those same albums also, like like Terrence is saying, man, also started a little bit of the, we got like you said, we got to take our lumps. What they do? I mean, yes, they had some great music, but we? now when she, Snoop was throwing, ain't no fun. I mean, he started disrespecting our ladies. <laughs> it ain't no fun. Come on, now we remember this. If my homies can't, <laughs> come on, man. That's, okay, so that's not that's not if, what we were supposed to be. Doing if we talk to about women. that, then the mistreatment of women in hip hop. Is a whole show unto itself. I did, yeah, I did. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it didn't start with the hair. And it no, surely it, did not end there. That's it, right. We're just. To, I'm just saying com- that some of this stuff was in it. To to be comparative, I'm not saying that that was good, but that was light compared to what's happening right now and what's happening. I give what you that. A little bit we after said that. start. Well, we are talking we about said, the decline. We said start of the decline. We said start, start of the decline. Top of the yeah, hill the, coming down. The beginning of the decline, I think we might be kind of in agreement here, was that though the golden era of hip-hop may have been the 90s, mm-hmm. it was also the beginning of the end. Because you even yourself said anything before 2000, don't bring it to your attention. Which means... Right. That roller coaster was on his downwards trend. Downwards right, trend. that was the peak. And then that that's was the peak. So you saying you counting two? You counting two thousand? You just trying to throw it? You was he? Was, Tony was throwing a flag on us on like ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, like he, he, I'm not saying that it's not close to the nineties era. Like I think it's somewhere in that two thousand, two thousand ten range. Hmm. Where the issue is, because that's when music started sucking. <laughs> when did when did Lil Jock come out, man? That, when did that, <laughs> that's when that's when music got that's when music got okay. bad. 
jail. Okay. Like, I don't know, man. Okay. Like, like, there, there were bad things in hip hop. Like there were like bad messages in hip hop in like right. the mid 90s, late 90s. Right. But there was more good message in hip hop than bad message in hip hop. Right. And for everybody I mean, that got was... shot, there was a million more people dancing their behinds off and having fun. Right. Yeah. But, Give it that. But around the 2000s on the 2010, that's when, hey, it's not just cool to shoot people. It's cool to do drugs. Let's do a song about us getting high, you know, mm. and not just getting Ooh. high. And, and I just want to say, I, I, I was thinking that one, but I would like to say. That was actually just, earlier, though. <laughs> not just getting high off of weed, but popping mollies and taking ecstasy yeah. and, and, oh, yeah, and quaaludes yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Like the the drug use thing came into yeah. play. Oh man, it really drug you use know what? You, you you hitting at heartstrings for me right now because I understand what you're saying, but I used to jam so hard the D12 Purple Hills. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Purple. Hills. You know what? There, there's there's a lot of terrible songs out there. There's a lot of terrible Shout songs out, out there that got a nice beat. <laughs> the message is trash, but that beat, that, that delivery beat, system that they got lit. <laughs> is lit. Yeah. That, but, that um, the message is trash. <laughs> no, I'm not just popping whatever pills in the house unless it's Tylenol. So Eminem almost has a get out of jail freeze card for just about anything he touches. Almost, uh, two trailer park girls go around the outside. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. I, I, you can't call him out for that because no, no, he no, was no. being true to himself, which is always what gets him over. Yeah. I know Snoop had a problem with him and didn't think he was top five, whatever, whatever. And he's entitled wow, to that I'm... opinion. But what you can't say is that M decided he was going to try and step out of side outside of his lane. That's we, true. you know, black folk, right. we know the struggle, we know the hood, we know the projects, the PJs, whatever. Right. He ain't come up talking about that. He was talking about two trailer park girls go round me outside. Yeah. He right. was talking about and having PWT po' white right. trash parties. So right. he, he right. stayed true to he, himself right. in his life. Yeah, if, 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 if being true to yourself is uh, uh, a standard, then yeah, he did a good job of that. And I let's give, let's did. give Let's give props where props is due. Will Smith did that too. Mom spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna real say talk. That. Will Smith could have talked about that gangster stuff. He he he's smart or enough. Tr- he could have tried to mess with it. Yeah. He, he, well, no, he could have done that. He grew up in Philly. Come on. True. Yeah, don't don't tell Philly, me he doesn't don't tell me he doesn't have some stories. But he kept it light. He kept it the way that he did because he respected his grandmother. Yeah. And there's, res- I respect him for that. And a lot of people uh, want to hate on Will Smith and hate on him all you want. He's a rap icon, and he was the first yeah. rapper to receive a Grammy and to have his music recognized as, "Hey, this is music," which opened the door for the rest of you jokers that come in and get a Grammy yourself. So, first, okay, I, so first, first cassette I bought out the back of a trunk because he was Philly bred. And I was Camden born <laughs> and was buying tapes out of the back of the truck before it hit, before it hit the radio. But you met him or you who, just who somebody who? had his no, stuff? No, 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 just it. somebody had his, his stuff out of the streets. Yes. Somebody, awesome. I'm talking about back of the trunk, pulled the car over dog, back of a trunk, the dog on. You can tell it's not the real, what's going to be distributed. Like right. he's the rapper, I'm the DJ level, Um, you know, um, what's, what's really gonna be on it? Right, right. Yeah, it, all that kind of stuff, dog. Just tape out the back of the trunk type of thing. And okay, so like, oh, I like this cat. Let me try to reel it all in. So, one by one, time period. I'd say ten year window. When do y'all think hip hop turned a curve or made a turn and started going downhill? I'll say ninety to two thousands. Ninety to two thousands. If if I'm going to give it a ten year window, I've got to start at ninety, go to two thousand. Okay. Because there, while there was some good stuff in the nineties, um, um, I believe it there. I believe the the poison may have started there. Okay. 
Who's next? Just just ten tone. That's all I can get. <laughs> a ten year one. I, I I can't go zero I'm, to I'm, twenty. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> okay, so let let me not be specific. Ten. I'm not saying that these are hip hop's bad years. I'm saying right. this is where the turn happened. This is where it started. It stopped going up and started going down. I I feel like it started going down in the years between 2000 and 2010. By the time we got to 2021, it's just terrible. Right. It's terrible. It's, it's Charles <laughs> Barkley terrible. <laughs> terrible. Okay. All right. So for me, and this is just, y'all know me. Y'all know where my heart lies when I come to this hip-hop thing. Mm-hmm. Everything revolves around Pac, M first. Um, yes, so I, I'm going to say, for me, the demise started September 13th, 1996, the day that Pac died. But got you. You know. I got you. That got aside. That bread. He got that in his head. But uh, that aside, March 9th, 1997, wasn't no better. The day we lost Biggie. And I could almost use maybe even 1998 to 2008 as my 10 year window. Okay. 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 Okay, So you're you're very close to me. Okay. Yeah. That's that's yeah. How about you, Sean? No, that's yeah. I'm I'm going agree. I'm I'm going agree somewhere. Somewhere right at that that 99, 2000 swing. You know, to twenty ten. That's that's yeah. I if I got to pick an error, you know, I, I feel like it started to because even though I know we were talking about some of the some of the the other uh, icons and stuff like that, and I, I I seen some of it, but like you said, there wasn't enough of it for me to say, oh, okay, there was a total. Nah, this ain't going in the right direction. No, 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 no. You know, because they still had even though there was some hip hop even then that was glorifying it in our Snoop, in our Tupac's, in our, you know, uh, big, biggie days or whatever. I can pick songs off of each album. I can give you an uplifting song and I can give you a glorifying, you know, gangsters song type of thing, right. but it was songs, like you said. And, and right. for the most part, the mm-hmm. mainstream stuff that was hitting was still the stuff that people kind of wanted to hear. You know, you had uh, Dear Mama and, and enough of that from these same artists that I'm talking about that was uplifted. So to not say it killed the era, but yeah, double zero right. that 2010, I can't even, I can't even, I'm struggling trying to figure out. I mean, other than some of these folks that was just still out making music. I mean, LL was still making some stuff, you know, Buster was still making some stuff. Shout out to all y'all. Okay, legends so, that was trying to keep it going. There is some good music. I, in that I was about time to say, period. hold on, there is some good music in the time period yeah. because right. because <clears throat> right now the first thing that came to mind was Get Rich or Die Trying. You well, cannot yeah, 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 yeah. discount that yeah. album. That was just like nothing. At the, same, at the same, but at the same time, now look at look at what. But now, okay, okay. Again, um, if the I album, the, the album, okay, the album, the album was fire. The album was fire. I'm, I'm not tripping on saying the album wasn't fire. I'm, okay, but now we're we're still talking about, you know, culture changing, adding to right. This is this is some of the factor that I. This is some of the factor that I put in, adding to the further disrespect of our women and the further glorifying, um, you know, being a gangster and whatever. That's what you should be doing, you know, and stuff like that. So even some of Fifty stuff that was mainstream. Love you, Fifty. I ain't gonna lie. Love the song. Sang it a hundred times, but I don't know what you heard about me. But up you can't get a dollar out of me. <laughs> no Cadillac, no perms. You can't this is now teaching the young men of that time, the younger than me guys of that time, you know, and I think it helped turn to me as a guy. I need to find me a woman who's successful, make her make all the money. She becomes my bottom. Like, what are you thinking? That's not something to glorify. <laughs> These dudes right. in jail wishing they probably didn't do this stuff. You know what I mean? I was right. just saying that there was still good was music fired. being made in that time frame. I wasn't saying the message <laughs> was great. I just said it. <laughs> right. I mean, you the decline was still there. With criteria. You know, um, uh, I personally, got I personally you. thought... I I, I didn't listen to a whole lot of rap music during that time frame, um, the early 2000s to 
I, I still hear things here and there, but it, it really doesn't hold a whole lot of interest for me. But um, I did hear about one person and his name kept popping up. So I had to Google, I had to YouTube search him. And when I heard some of his music and I was like, okay, here's somebody that's bringing the fun loving kid back into hip hop. And that was ludicrous. I mean, I his, like his, his rhyme yes. schemes and the way that he, yes. the way that he came off, I was like, huh? Okay, here we go. Somebody, somebody's at like least, it. at least taking it back to the basics. At least that's the way it felt to me. Right. But um, obviously he has some other songs out there that I, I, I would never play. <laughs> because it, it, it was it was it was hypersexual and in 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 the, in the entertainment industry, they will hypersexualize a lot of stuff because people buy it. I mean, sex sells. There's, there's no denying that. Sex sells. Um, speaking of sex sells, um, people made a big deal out of this, um, this WAP song, and I'm like, okay, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of out there. It's kind of rubbing my sensibilities the wrong way, but. <laughs> It didn't start with her. Don't pretend that she started it. I mean, because we got Adina Howard. You know, she that song. I'm like, oh my goodness, why am I listening to this song? Why y'all playing this song? What what in the world? Because it's, the queen it's, bee, so you yeah, you know, it's, it's stirring up the wrong <laughs> the wrong attitude. So but um, Aside from the the positive female rappers that that was coming up during the the nineties and the two thousand, MC Light, um, Queen Latifah, um, <clears throat> but there were <laughs> songs like "Freak All Night" by Adina Howard that was just uh, okay. All right, we get it, Adina. We get it. Okay, it's cool. Calm down, calm down. I got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate that that song. In the video to go with it, Dina, don't 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 stop doing what you're doing just because of Pastor right here. We good. <laughs> Let me cut that out. Okay, so soldier no, going I up in this hole. Watch it, watch me crank it, watch me roll. Watch me, watch me crank oh, that yes. soldier by this soldier boy and Superman that. Okay, so Yo. so that is an example of both the degradation of women in hip hop. And the demise of hip hop at the same time. <laughs> you know, I, I I had no idea what that song was talking about until you just read that. Well, that that was, I mean, that was a part of it. So yeah. Okay, so 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 I, after after we stop recording, I will go into what Superman that uh, what that means. Not necessary. I, okay. I well, okay. But but anyway, I think this is a good point to just pause for a moment. Uh, while we hear a word from our sponsor, and we're gonna we're gonna be back with hip hop. Oh, you, this this is not over. You think this is a game? You think this is a game? <laughs> it's the bleep the bleep rap game. That's what sorry, sorry, JD had to throw that in there. Commercial break. Man, man, God. <laughs> right. And we are back with the men continuing our conversation on hippity hip 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 hop today. And we are going to talk about now. Yeah. Who do you roll with? Who's who's your hip hop avatar? Who is oh, man. I and I know this may be a hard question for some and maybe easy for others, but like if you were to pick one artist, it could be an individual, it could be a group. It could be an ensemble cast. <laughs> but who's your one hip hop artist for all time that you roll with? Mr. Rhymes. Okay. The dude's been holding it down for years. He's been holding it down for years. Let's, let's, let's be real. He's he surpassed uh, my the decade that I set, <laughs> 90 okay. to 2000. I mean, he's had to change a little bit here and there. And you know what? He can still be um um say some things that I'm like, no, Buster, no, you can't say that. No, that's that's rubbing against my sensibilities. But at the end of the day, he's still he's still doing it. 
He's still doing it. Like it's it's like he never fell off the cuff. That's that's a solid choice, man. I I can't get mad at that. That that's a solid everything remains wrong. I mean, over the years, people be like, who's the greatest rapper? And everyone loves to say Eminem, but I'm like, no, it's not Eminem. Eminem was good, but it's not Eminem. It's Busta Rhymes, in my opinion. Okay, okay, so I saw the mm. I saw the I saw the fury in the eyes. Okay, so go That's ahead. Right. Get mad, get mad. <laughs> okay. This is always a hard question for me for three reasons. Why is that? Pac M DMX. Mm-hmm. That's that's you you said mm-hmm. hip hop avatar, and it's like I Come back to me. I I, I can't do this. <laughs> you can't do this. He's Hold on. You mean to tell me after everyone else gives their their choice, you're gonna make up your mind for he all times between those speechless. three? Okay, no, we'll come back to you. No, I won't have an answer then either. But I'm trying to stall <laughs> as long as I can. I'm I'm yeah, a jump. Ahead. I'm a jump because I already know. I already know. This is this is hands down. See, and and I'm I'm gonna give y'all the criteria. I'm going off of some of it. What, what, who had like the most songs that meant the most to me, that helped me through the most. And it, 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 it don't matter whether they kind of kept making songs, didn't keep, it's the ones that caught me, that helped me through situations that, that helped shape my core. Also my, you know, and I got to give a shout out to my brother, you know, I won't say names, but G, and this is how y'all going to know who I'm talking about. But G already got tattoos of Outlaw Immortal on both forearms on the insides because that's what I'm talking about. I mean, when I say only God can judge me, all the rest of you motherfuckers stay out my business. You know, perhaps I was blind to the fact, stabbed in the back, I couldn't trust my own homies. Now, my homies were straight. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> that only God can judge me. That dear mama, when he talked about even as a crack fiend, mama. He always was a black queen. Oh, dog. Every verse in that song. Every verse in that song hit home for the heart. First artist, only artist. Well, not only artist. Definitely the first artist where, for me, you push the CD in and not just one. He had two, all eyes on me, a double CD. Push the CD in and press shuffle. Let it play. Let him rock all the way to the end, all the way to little known songs, all the way, all the way to little known songs like Checkout Time. What I was just talking about. We gotta go. Come on. (laughs) Gotta go. Listen, that's that's who I'm rolling with. That's why I say that. Because of the songs that made the most difference and stuff to me, how many of them it really was. I mean, I can still kick on Hellraiser was another one that just, when I talk about songs, when I had to pick myself back up, dust myself back off, and redo life again, my motivation songs, that's my man, R.I.P. Tupac, bro. You'll always be my heart, outlaw, immortal. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and jump in. And my pick is not as oh you're, you're fine. My pick is not does not have the library that some of y'all others do. Even though Pac's career was cut way 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 short, but this dude is probably if I was to say that an artist put a hook in me and brought me into hip hop. That would probably be this artist. Like I already liked hip hop. Like I was already in to like Grandmaster Flash and Don't Push Me and you know Run DMC. But this artist made me made me do the old. I got a blank cassette tape. I'm gonna listen to the radio until I record all of these songs till I have a full <laughs> album for them. <laughs> and my pick I'm make is, my own album. My pick is arguably the greatest storyteller of all time, Slick Rick. Slick Rick. I don't know how we didn't mention Slick. Oh no. Yes, sir. Oh, Slick. For all of, like 
for all of your songs and all of your artists, who has the most quotable song of all time in hip hop? Once yeah. upon a time, not um, long not ago. Not long ago. <laughs> people people wore pajamas and lived life slow. <laughs> when law was good and justice stood. Time out, time out, time out. I got to jump in here on this real quick, real quick, that? because that song got me in so much trouble with my son and one of his friends, because I, you talk about quotable song. Uh-huh. I said, look, I'm going to tell y'all a story, right? Mm-hmm. We were riding in the car. And I was like, I'm gonna tell you guys a little story. And I just quoted children's story. Front <laughs> to back. <laughs> they were like, that was so f- wow. That was really good. They were just blown away. <laughs> like, that was just a, it must, uh, my son's Whatever first, happened like, to him? He was like, Mr. P. <laughs> What, what, where did you, what was that? No, they thought it was his. They, they thought, thought it was mine. Ter- like, they thought it was Terrence. Oh, that was your life story. He said, <laughs> and then I had to play the song for them, and it was like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> got them. Boy, they was ready. To, they was ready to rank you as the oh. coolest dad. <laughs> you was they was they was ready to have a story for life on that. <laughs> I'm not picky. Let me spell your name for you out. It's Ricky. Or Ravishing I Impress. C Courageous or Careless. K for the Kango that I got. That I wear every day. And why? Why not? Why not? Why not? That's my boy. And honorable mention to Dougie Fresh because when they assemble, they form the Get Fresh crew and they have the show. The human beatbox. Yes. yes, yes, sir. Cannot mm. not set out out to get fresh crew for sure. That's that's my that's my boy. That's my boy. That's what I throw that's him out there dog. like a Pokemon card. Like <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> there we go. All okay. right, Terrence. Okay, so it's back on me. All right, all right, all right, all right. If I gotta choose one, hands down, the most influential. Kind of like Sean was saying, from that formative time frame, especially when I left home and was on my own, Pac's music just kind of spoke to me in such a different way. I mean, and y'all talk about all eyes on me. I'm going to go back one. Me against the world. That song in particular, really like the light bulb went off for me. It was like, you know what? In this world, as a young black man on my own right now, it literally felt like me against the world. And that that did it. And I'm that's my guy. Win, lose, or draw. You say what you want to about him being paranoid towards the end and him being crazy and all this other stuff. Sometimes when you start thinking about uh, Machiavelli and him calling out everybody and blaming everybody for him getting shot the first time and all, mm-hmm. what that aside, that's my guy. Right. Music wise. We just talked music wise. That's I'm my good. guy. And that was a hard choice because the flip to that and I, haven't really said this to anybody outside of family. Y'all remember when I was in the hospital a couple years back and um, things were a little, I was there for like eight days. I don't know, know how much you know about it, but it was kind of touch and go at one point for me there. For whatever reason, I remember hearing one of his lesser notes, not Pac, but another artist, M's songs in a commercial survival of the survival is named the song it was in a call of duty commercial and i kept hearing that song while i was in the hospital kind of like prompting me like this is the cook says it's survival of the fittest this is do or die and i kept hearing that and that was like okay this is do or die i got to get up i got to get out of here so that song meant something special to me and then you know once i got home 
got the Marshall Mathers LP2. And then there's another song where he actually shouts out what was going on with me with the intestinal blockage and stuff going on. And then there's another song where he shouts out my favorite team, Miami Dolphins, stand up, 305. Um, uh-huh. So <laughs> that made it a little bit harder decision because that was so personal for me. But before there was an M, I got to remember there was a Pac, and that's why Pac is my guy first. So decision made. But it was yeah. hard. But it, it, it listen, I'm I'm with you because even even by that same criteria, you know, Tony gave an honorable mention. You almost gave when we were off. You were talking about somebody else, and I was like, "Dang, that just made it." I forgot how difficult that is, and I'm gonna do this so y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so because because that song, that one, he had that one where he was talking about um. What is Slipping. it? Oh, Slipping. That's it. Slipping. That's it. Didn't keep okay, my so hair cut, gave a frick how I dress. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about, or I'm just going to say this. This is not really a conversation starter. That if you've ever been an angry black man at one point in time, <laughs> DMX has been your guy yeah, for at least a little Had bit. to be your guy. <laughs> we all felt it. No one we can convey that emotion better than DMX. We've all felt it. You know what? I'm not I'm not super familiar with his music, but I remember he did spoken word poetry once. And that really spoke that spoke volumes to me. I was like, oh so this is where his head is at. He was talking about the industry. Yeah. Did you you guys hear that? I I, I was I I was blown away. I was like, oh my goodness. But long enough now. Stop I'm greedy. Dying without you. Keep real partner. (laughs) Give to the needy. I'm gonna tell you, uh, don't make me wait. (laughs) (laughs) I I was, Rhino, you may not be too familiar with his music, but I'm willing to bet that you've at least heard one time, and this, as an angry black man, speaks to all of us on some level. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind (laughs) up in here. (laughs) Right. Y'all gonna make me act a fool. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I would like to give a shout out and honorable mention to Chuck D for keeping it real and woke oh, back yes. in the day oh. for so long. I mean, oh. just think about uh, Public Enemy. Just true, true story. Just, just yeah. true story. He was putting out some real knowledge. It was like, whoa, true whoa, that's story. real. Yeah, I didn't understand so. it. I I didn't understand very it back much. then, but over the years, the lyrics are so memorable. Yeah, I think about it now, and I understand it better now. Like, whoa, this guy was—he 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 was all definitely, definitely appreciation for Chuck D for sure, for sure. Okay, so I'm just gonna pause just a moment so we can get another word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. And we are back again with the men in confidence, resuming our conversation with hip hop. Okay, so we were just talking about our hip hop avatars or who our favorite artists were all time. Now we're going to break it down a little bit. We're going to go decade by decade. So I want to answer for 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010 to present. So that's four artists whether individual or group okay i'll go first all right all right right. go for it i got heavy d i got slick rick and i got fresh prince and jazzy jeff oh no 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 no. not not four for the 80s but no you said three for the 80s no oh one for each era yeah one for each decade yeah, one I for was the saying 80s, I could pick three for one for the nineties, oh. eighties, one yeah. for two thousands, and then one for twenty ten on to present. Okay, so then let me rearrange that. Then heavy D nineties will be Public Enemy, and two thousand be Busta Rhymes. He's still going. Anyone for 2010 on on out? 2010, bust around, I guess. He's still going. He's still going. He's still there. Bust to take 20 years. Go, go, go bust a bus. Still bust going. a bus in the building. 
touch it, bring it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna try and do this. Is my might be a little out of order because mm-hmm. it's it's touch and go here, but '90s for sure, Pac. Um, current from 2010 to now, K. Dot Kendrick Lamar. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2000 to 2010, I just had to get at the Marshall Eminem. Okay. Which brings me back to the 80s, and this is where it's hard because there are three artists again that I'm torn between. Um, and I got an honorable mention KRS One because he is like hip hop icon. Mm, yeah. But my three, for various reasons, LL, Rock Him, Big Daddy Kane. Oh. Oh, oh, oh! How do you How choose? Hurt? Okay, so LL. It didn't hurt until he said hard, Big Daddy oh, King. Man, that's a hard pull. LL, I can pick one. Yeah, I, I, I pick. How, how do I pick one? LL was like you know that first image of a young guy coming into hip hop, and he was that dude that you looked at and was like, I think I could take him lyrically he he's a kid he's a until he got on the mic and then smashed people add to that his longevity and it's like you know the way you feel about Buster Rhymes Ronald LL falls in that kind of vein for me because he's been doing he did it for a long time and he was nice with it for years even when he was making like awkward songs like uh, you go back and listen to I'm bad and tell me that dude what nice. Radio. Um, radio, exactly. Mm-hmm. Box. Okay, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude, he had mm-hmm. game. You know, you put a, put aside, you know, paint cookies in the cra- plastic bag. That kind of <laughs> put those, everybody has some one off. Yeah. But throw that for the most away. part. Throw away sexy LL. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta oh. throw away sexy LL to get lyricist LL. Yeah. I, didn't like um, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand him trying to be sexy. It's so, like, that you know, so there's that. Then you got Rakim. Rakim was like, give me a mic, give me a beat, and I'm going to show you what MC, Master of Ceremonies, really is. This dude was just nonstop punchlines, lyrics, just boom, boom, boom. And it was just always on 10. Just there was no room for anybody to get air to breathe except for Big Daddy Kane. Mm. And Big Daddy Kane was another one. But he did. I'm scared of that dude. He took it to the next level because he was doing all of this and dancing. Big Daddy Kane made me feel like he could wrap me into oblivion. He could like he could wrap me to to I disintegrate and turn into nothingness and I just and the <laughs> wind just take away just blow this, me away like Thanos just snapped me or something like that. This dude literally was like wrapping you into the ground and dancing around the grave because he was like the ultimate showman. Just for hip hop, he was like Chris Brown, you know, dance, sing all over the place. <laughs> Everything. He right. did it. Right. So for right. me, he was, he was representing it. us darker folks too, us, us, us darker toned folks. Oh yes, sir. Back yes, during sir. the back during the day when when only light skin mattered. <laughs> so now I'll be sure you know Christopher was, Williams was in. Yeah, but, he was putting I, us on the shout map. Out to y'all, but, <laughs> but at the same time, kind of like with sexy LL when he started taking that trend towards being, you know, a little bit more on the sexy side. It changed up a little bit, so I might remove Kane from the conversation for that reason, which brings me to LL and Rakim, and that's a freestyle. That's a freestyle battle that just like, oh man, oh man, shoot, what you talking about, dude? I'd be, I, I I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be running over to this side cheering. We win as fans for that one. That's a versus battle. That's a versus. Let the two of them go. Yes. And 
a freestyle battle, I might have to give that to Rakim. Somebody Man, writing man. rap, then maybe LL is back in it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not discounting to to say that LL comes second to Rakim is it's not, not me dissing him. True. Yeah, it's not. It's really not dissing him because it, it is who he's up against, and this yes. is true. Anybody else, maybe you right. L wins that hands down. Rock him. Plus, plus his freestyle. <laughs> like plus LL freestyle is good, but I'm I really don't know LL as a freestyle rapper. More of a, I pinned my stuff before I got here, and my delivery is on point. I really don't know. Maybe I don't know LL that well as I thought I do. But hey, that could just be me. Like, I, I don't remember him being a freestyle rapper, but hey. But then again, I don't know if anybody was not a freestyle rapper in the eighties. <laughs> in some ways, that's what these guys were. That's what they were. They, that's how Buster Rhymes started. He was on the playground rapping against his buddies. You had to get start. You had to get it in where you could. Everybody so. started somewhere. Okay, so do we want to continue? You still, you still got the mic, Terrence, or you want to pass it? I, I'm passing it off because I can't call it. He can't call it out. Can't call it out. Can't call it out. Sean, are you ready? A, you want a, me to go ahead and go? You can go ahead. So I, I'll, I'll clean. I'll back clean up this time. Okay. You good? So, <laughs> you good? You gave him a choice, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say this with a caveat. Okay, because I picked Slick Rick as my one all time. I'm not going to include him on this list. Nice. So that makes okay. space for me to pick <laughs> Run DMC <laughs> for the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's fair. Oh, yeah. For, I forgot what I was about to say for the 90s. Oh, my goodness. It is not Bowen. <laughs> I, do, I do like them. It is not Bowen Thugs. It is definitely not Bowen Thugs. I think oh, I may, I think for H O D man. No, sorry. Oh, Method Crew. Yes, sir. I'll tell you things. Let me let me let me let me go backwards. Let me skip the nineties. Let me go 2010 on to current. And my dude for that is Kanye. Hmm. Although, like, I don't claim him like about 2017 on forward. <laughs> 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 but, but 2010, like 2010 on forward, Kanye is my dude. Uh, uh 2000s, I'm gonna go with Outcast. Oh, Outcast. Uh, okay. 90s, Durant Pac is, is hard to not say. Pac is real hard to not say. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. I didn't even like him until uh Pac is hard not to say it's hard not to say Biggie. I was never a fan of Biggie. I may have to go because I know my my music a little eclectic and I'm I'm more of a soul type person. I might have to go Fuji's. I'm not mad at that. And I appreciate and respect what you said about you being a soul person. <sighs> we go way back, obviously. So I know that it's not out of pocket, out of character or anything. If you had said something like completely off the cuff, like DOC for 90s, I would have been like, what? Like, and that's not like the DOC wasn't nice because the formula is still one of my favorite albums of all time. But, uh, you know, Tribe, right? Yeah, there's a lot. There was so much. There was some good ones, bro. That's that was the era right there. That that was the era. I mean, so I know. I mean, I guess you you still on top. 
I was about to say, I, I kind of like just about all it. Let, let me talk about something real quick. It's, it's funny how a lot of music that I didn't like back then, I kind of like now. Like, I didn't like Missy Elliott back then. But her her music bumps now. The same music from back then. Not her <laughs> new stuff, but her music from back then all of a sudden bumps. I don't I don't I don't I don't get how that happens. But <laughs> I thought I'd just add that on the end. But I'm gonna go ahead and pass the mic to Sean and let him let him give his list because I just got tripped up in the nineties because I thought I had my pick and I don't know what happened to that sucker. It just yeah, went out of my What body. happened to your pick? <laughs> man, I'll tell you what, man, just the respect for music, all of his heart. All of his heart, man. All of his heart. God dang, I, I got to play. I'm I'm gonna start with the tens to to forward because I got to I got to play even with uh with Terrence there. Terrence came up with uh Kendrick. I I, I got a lot of a lot of respect for Kendrick Lamar. I like a lot of stuff from Real Bob and the Kendrick. Uh a close second for me would be J. Cole. I like I like that young man too. So um them two, I think they got they it, I'm hoping that they keep their their heads up, they got, I think they got a future in hip hop and uh, and keeping, you know, the hip hop culture, the lyricism. It's, again, it's not a word I know, but <laughs> but just just being true to the lyrics, I got I believe they got a shot of keeping it alive. Um, going backwards mm. again, I'm mirroring, I'm mirroring Terrence, and I don't mean to be mirroring Terrence so bad with this. The 2000s era, oh yeah, oh yeah, it, it, it's it's almost a dead heat tie but not quite because m m pretty much takes the 2000s too many songs that meant too much stuff to me and just me respecting m and his skills those those bombs that he dropped was in in that era man you know i was crazy about the eminem show that was i don't care what anybody talked about that record hey people say the album was jacked up i love of the Eminem show, that album was fire to me. So, you know, and even Encore on the on coming up after, which he said he messed up one. I I'm I'm still vibing the big weenie. You're just the big weenie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still I'm still rocking the big weenie. <laughs> and M is apologizing in recovery, <laughs> saying he messed up on the last two albums. I'm not no. mad at that. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> Talking even the to myself choice. after recovery. Oh, yes, oh, indeed. Gosh. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Talking to myself meant something to the dude. I still run that. I still run that to this day. Trying to get when I go in zone, when I put my headphones on, I want to lock out the world. Y'all leave me alone. I'm talking to myself. Cinderella man. <laughs> Anybody I was kind of surprised man. when he did that, like when he apologized, like, I'm sorry I gave yeah. you that album. Not like was I'm was sorry last, I gave you that album. Like, was that album bad? Was it supposed to be bad? Like <laughs> I didn't talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> made you go back and listen like did i miss that he's an artist man that's like um, Dave Chappelle. he didn't like the fact that i was on drugs relapse i was like, flushing them out i gave like, you 8.5 <laughs> when you deserved a 10 i'm sorry <laughs> no like really these artists they do that man that's like Dave Chappelle talking about how he didn't like half baked half baked is a classic dude what are you talking about you hated it you didn't like the way it turned out what you th- you thought you could make me laugh harder than that <laughs> Hey, well, step your game up then. <laughs> that's well when you but when you look at it, like when you look at Chappelle's show, you know, we I don't want to get off the beat rail here. I gotta come back, but you yeah, know, when you look at Chappelle's show, your pick. what yeah, but so so M is the pick for the two thousands. It, it was a close you know, ludicrous bad bad cleanup at the end of those now. I did like I did like, you know, chicken and beer and though he was he was ludicrous was in the middle. And I'm talking about whole albums. And I'm talking about, like I said, I'll be quoting some of the little known stuff. Right. I love I love some of the ludicrous stuff too. Um, my 90s, we said Pac was my man. That, that was just, just what it is, heads down. But I will give a quick honorable mention, especially when Tony left Slick Rick off of his to clear out. Now, one of the people in the 90s that did mean something to me too, and I did like his stuff, was another album probably the second person after Pac's album that I was like okay I like this album all the way through I'm talking about even the little known songs Doggy Style was the album so Snoop gets my tip on that <laughs> Doggy Style 
Jam was the album front to back. I'm telling you, that jam, that jam with the dramatics. I'd like to welcome y'all to the fabulous Carolina See, West. <laughs> I own this moment. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know me. I, I'm tired out. <laughs> we got something old and something new for y'all tonight. Boy, look. <laughs> that Man. was it on me for now. Yes, sir. So I, I'm going to say that. And then, all right, one more. Let me get back to my my, my tie. Or are we going to the 80s? Y'all was right. I'm, I'm going to agree with y'all. It's just so many artists. But I said this off. I don't know if I said it on record. I said it off record. But, uh, you know, Prince got to be my guy. I was I was buying his cassette out of the back of the dog, <laughs> out of the back of the trunk, you know, because he was Philly. I'm across the wall, wall uh, not the Walt Whitman, but the Brent Franklin Bridge in Camden. Water. And I'm water buying this shit. tape. Cross the water, Sean. Cross the cross water. The, cross the, shush. <laughs> <laughs> you should have thrown that in there. <laughs> it was when it, in, in Jersey, it was a bridge. <laughs> you can't even just say the water. <laughs> but you can leave me alone. Hey, I'm I'm gonna quote 50 if I'm not breaking up here. <laughs> Well, let me catch. Let me let it catch up. But I'm yeah. I'm a quote. I'm a quote. Fifty and say, hey. They say I talk a little fast, but if you listen a little fast, I ain't got to slow down for you to catch up. <laughs> but um, my my eighties my eighties pick is is fresh with honorable mention to Public Enemy. I mean, y'all said it a little bit earlier. Chuck D, Chuck D, KRS One. They was like my scholars, man. They taught when you listen to the lyrics, like y'all say, and y'all go back, you listen to those lyrics, and, and it happened for me even over the course of time. At first, I'm listening to the beat. I'm not paying attention. I'm vibing. I'm listening to a couple little hooks. Then I'm listening to the depth of what they're saying. You bring the noise. Bring the noise for Public Enemy was like, you know, when you listen to some more of the lyrics of what they're saying, they got a message in that song. You know what I'm saying? They're telling us to stand up and use our brains and don't let, you know, these other folks from the other side outfox us. And that was back in that era, talking about the gangbang and leave that stuff alone. So, but um, that's it. Fresh Prince with, a, with an honorable mention of Public Enemy. All right, all right. That's, that is everyone, right? Everybody got their go? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, and I think we had a pretty good session tonight, fellas. What do y'all think? Oh man, oh man, music makes the world go round. We could do this all day. This is just, do this all day. I son. mean, because when you think about, there was so much talk, and we really didn't get into Biggie. You know, right? We yeah, really we didn't get into NWA. Right. Right. We really didn't right. get into, you know. Wu Tang or right. Outcast a whole lot, you know. Um, well, not even the a lot of the female rappers that were out there during that time, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Can, I know people want to say, "Oh, what is girly?" But no, they're relevant. No, we absolutely got to give shout out to uh, you mentioned Queen Latifah, MC Light, uh, mm-hmm. Lauren Hill, um, Miss Melody. You know, for for sure, and pull Miss Melody. That's what I'm talking about. Roxanne. I, I, the reason why I pulled her is because she died like summer 2012. And that, that it was always sad to me that she was just a, a mention on an article. Like a blip. That I saw. Yeah, I'm like, come she was on. A blip. Nobody really said anything. Yeah. Right. She was saying. with Boogie Down Productions and she right. was married to KRS1. Right. You know? right. She passed away and it was just like, oh, yeah, she died. Yeah. Um, the the like, one that I always wondered about. Now, I always liked her flow, and I always felt like I never got to see what she really could be. And I know this may sound weird, but no limit. Mia X, Mia X had some had some had some bars, but we never really got to hear but very much from her. I think her I think she retired like not too long after, you know, they blew up, and then they kind of fizzled out a little bit. But right. Um. Shoot, there was somebody else I had on the tip of my tongue. I was like, but there's so many artists that oh, we could we Brat. could get into. It, Brat, exactly. Yeah, Brat's Brat. another one. Foxy. You know, <laughs> it, it just 
Eve, M- it can go. Eve. It, yes. it, it, this conversation could go on forever, yeah, man. We, we, we could almost do a segment on just the ladies of RV. We, we, we might need to we might need to come that. back on that. We might need right. to do that. Yeah, we might that need to might. pin that one. Okay, so we do yeah. right now, right now, y'all just get the nod. You know, Foxy, give me a call. No, Foxy, call him. His number is. No, 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 no. Don't do this. 803-444. Remember to like, share, subscribe. He can be contacted by email, Twitter. Hey, hey, hey. Right? Middle mics on the webpage. <laughs> oh, I should have did that. Yeah, like that gmail. Gmail. I forget That's right. Men in confidence on Twitter. Fox and Girl holler back at her. You know what? I'll take that if it gets this far. And Lauren I'll Hill, you can call too, girl. We'll accept oh, yeah. your calls. <laughs> okay. I don't care if you're trying to extend my car warranty. Call me, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you might win some. But you just lost, lost one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But anyway, fellas, this has oh, been a man. great night. Yes, it has. It it's has been, been fun. fun. So Rest in peace, Marvin Hagler. You went oh, on today. Oh shoot! Dang. I didn't know about that, know about that one either. If you see the devil punch him in the teeth for me, real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you don't see him, but if you do, give him that left. <laughs> oh gosh! But anyway, I'm gonna kick it over to Terrence for our closing. All right, and yeah, you know, I, I we were on this hip hop thing tonight, so it would be wrong of me not to say thank y'all for coming. God bless you. Good night. Shout out to Russell Simmons. Um, <laughs> there you go. Like and subscribe and. If it's not good night, good morning, good evening, whatever. Appreciate y'all listening. Until next time. (laughs) Good night. Good morning. Whatever it is. Peace. Hello. Good night, folks. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Got to get my ditty in.